Well, good morning, good morning, everyone, and happy holidays. This is Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. It's just after 3.30 in the morning, two days until Christmas. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Let's get ready to start the new year. Yes, I've got my fans going in here, so you have to excuse the noise. I feel like I have not done my podcast in so long, and... You know, I told myself this is definitely something I'm going to try and do on a regular basis. Um, Often, no matter what, if I have to struggle to think of a a topic, because I really have to be motivated. There's so many things that I could talk about, obviously, but it's kind of like, what am I motivated to talk about? And if I can cover a topic that's going to help me focus on the rest of my day business-wise, then I prefer to cover topics like that, but it doesn't always apply. Sometimes I cover topics that just been on my mind for a while. Sometimes I will jump on social media, scroll through, and see something that inspires me. So I want to, I just finished another course in school and in a brand new school and oh actually no it's the same school and I just enrolled God help me please pray for me I enrolled in a course that's going to take me six months now the longest course that I took was at the New York Institute of Art and Design and it took me like 16 months almost a year and a half basically because I was able to work at my own pace, which was very lovely, because it was my first time back in school, that much in school, um, since high school, basically, and it was a challenge, because I was trying to do so many things in my career, I wasn't eliminating anything, and basically giving myself that amount of time to focus on school but you know you live and you learn and I did learn that it's very important for me to focus on my task at hand knowing you know in the back of my mind that there's other things that I have to do other responsibilities other parts of my day but I really have to focus and you know if I didn't have to do anything to make some sort of income every month then I guess I could focus just on school. I mean, I love making money like anyone. And I'm really not into working on my craft with someone for free. I'm not into styling people's hair, taking their pictures, getting them published for free. So obviously by working on my craft and by being a stylist and working with clients, I'm producing and I'm sharpening my skills. I'm being creative, imaginative, but I'm also getting paid. So my focus is on that a lot because, you know, I I have things that I want to invest in. I have things that I need money for. Let's just put it that way. So you have to excuse my voice because, again, I haven't used my vocal cords in a lot of hours and I've got fans going on. And it's like 3.42 in the morning. I'm afraid if I clear my throat, I'm afraid what's going to happen. Let me see. 
Excuse me. So this is where I'm at. I'm thinking about the last two courses actually that I did in school and just the last one alone. I'm, you know, just, I'm probably going to this morning while it's on my mind heavily go back and go through all of it because it was on PR public relations. And for so long, you know, I really didn't know the actual definition. I was thinking more of the lines on the lines of being um, a publicity manager, a publicity agent. And then I wanted to learn more in depth about what public relations people do. And the course totally broke everything down and the differences between human resources and public relations and how people in public relations are really involved in the human resources aspect. But people that are specifically working in um, human resources, whether it's collecting data, things like that, um, they're not necessarily doing any or all of the things that somebody in public relations would do. And then it went into, um, you know, if you plan on using the same content, um, you have the same plan, you have the same goals, and you're just going to be using the same thing that you've been using and promoting the same way and using the same formats to promote on, then you just need an advertiser. And then somebody who advertises is not your public relations specialist or your public relations manager or your public relations representative. Someone like that is definitely um, should be hired when you're trying to do something different with your career, when you're trying to take it to another level. This would be somebody who would be brought in when you already have a career it's already established and they're supposed to come up, you know, you're, you're entrusting them and instilling trust in them to come up with brand new marketing ideas for you, brand new ways to reach more people, to reach different people. Maybe you are com- coming out with a completely new image. Maybe you're changing your look, you're changing your style. Um, or you're at the point, and you're, this is when I think of somebody who is a publicist or PR, um, when you're at a point in your career where you have your career, you've succeeded at things, you have bigger goals now. And it's like a lot of people think that it's very hard to achieve a certain level of success if you're going to continue to do the things that you did to reach the level that you're at. It's kind of like, to me, I think of it like, yeah, you have to continue to do what you were doing. I mean, if it ain't broke, right, why try and fix it? But at the same time, we're talking about going to another level. And when I think about publicists and people like that, that's what their job is to specifically things like endorsements. Now that you have built a brand and you don't plan on completely changing it, and you have a huge amount of followers 
you have um, business dealings with companies, you're getting yourself out there and the public more, and you want to start representing companies that are going to pay you, that are going to pay you money and send you products or clothing, endorsements. Endorsements are so huge. Like I said, I just did a little bit of research on Cardi B because she's so popular and I don't like the music. It's it's not my thing, but I, when someone becomes a quote-unquote overnight success, I want to know how. I want to know what did they do. I want to know what were they doing, what changed to, and that's something that I learned as far as about collecting data when you set up goals for yourself and then you you succeed at them you have to ask yourself why instead of just saying oh that was great you know you need to, to really dissect the whole thing and say why did that particular strategy work why did you know what did I do at that shoot what did I do with that company to spark their interest and it's the same thing with failures when you don't succeed at a goal you have to really be able to take it apart and part of that is by knowing what worked when you succeeded at other goals anyways it sounds complicated and it is a little bit but that's the reason why stars are going to have a team representatives that know exactly what they're doing and when I look at somebody like Cardi B, I think of, believe it or not, I think of like uh, gold medalists, you know, Olympians that got golds, that got, you know, the silvers. And they say that once you do something like that, your career, you know, you never have to worry about making money for the rest of your life. You're set up. But look at how much work and how much you had to achieve, right, to get to the Olympics, number one. Um, and you probably are with companies, but I guarantee you, and it's the same thing. It's like winning a major award. Right after that, all of the endorsements, sponsorship deals, partnerships, all of those things come. And it's because of your craft initially. But those things come because you are at a level where you are established and you're, you know, you're hot to trot. People want you to represent their company because they think that you're going to increase their sales, bottom line. And a lot of times companies are looking for the most popular thing right now. They're not exactly caring, like, you know, they're not selective as far as it's only an artist that does this type of music or it's only singers or it's only dancers it's with a lot of companies it's about who is the big name right now they don't necessarily care how you if, if it's because you won an award if it's because you're on the top you know the billboards top 10 um, you know, they're, they're maybe selective, obviously, in who they want to represent their brand. But there are so many companies that really it's about your flame and your clout and what's trending. It's not necessarily about only a certain type of artist is what I'm saying. But that's one thing that I really, really learned in school. And that's why I want to go back over my course while it's still available for me to read it 
and actually take some notes as well that I can take with me and just look back at for inspiration because I don't think I'm going to forget all of the interesting things that I learned. And for me, yes, it's very interesting. But I was, I look at Cardi B, you know, she's blown up over the past two years. Apparently she came on the scene like in 2016 and her net worth or her net worth in 2016 when she began her career. And I guess when Forbes started, you know, calculating what she's doing, but her net worth was under a million dollars. This was two years ago, over two years ago almost, but it's two years ago, and now she's worth close to $10 million. Now, see, for a lot of stars that have been doing things for a long time, $10 million isn't a lot of money. But, you know, on a, it, it's a sad note when I think about Whitney Houston and, you know, she, when she passed away, that's all she left was, I think, like $10 million. And that it's just like, wow. Are you kidding me? Look at her illustrious career that she had and timeless icon. I mean, an icon. And she left with 10 million. And, you know, you look at Mariah Carey, she's worth over 300 million on her own. You look at power couples like Jay Z and Beyonce, they're worth probably close to a billion. You know, and then you look at somebody, and this shows you how the world is. Kylie, Kylie Jenner, Kylie Cosmetics. She's 21, 22, and she's worth, you know, her name, her company, and her, she's worth almost a billion dollars. Going to be one of the youngest people to achieve reaching that um, when she does. So, back to Cardi B. <laughs> So in two years, and here's the thing, I don't know about album sales and contracts and what someone originally signs up for. I think about TLC, I think about salt and pepper I think about all of the groups and artists that totally got ripped off. And, um, you know, you're young, you're impressionable, you're, 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 what do they call it? You're, you're anxious and you're just too eager and it's like you're hungry you know you want you you a starving artist you know you you not just want the fame you need money and so they take these deals not knowing anything not knowing and obviously who's representing them at the time did not does not know as well so you know these record companies they do know what they're doing and they've been doing it but as far as record sales and things like that, no, I don't know anything about that. But I do know that she has not made close to $10 million in two years based upon how much she made directly from album sales. But the chicken or the egg, obviously, because of her album sales, because of her popularity in the mainstream, that is what is going, you know, top top number one hit on the billboard charts top this top that then she won some awards for her albums so all of that is the reason why these endorsements come because of the success she has as an artist directly because of her her album sales I do get that but at that point it's all about endorsements it's like athletes 
it's anyone else. As soon as they win a major fight, you know, a, a boxing, as soon as they, um, you know, receive an award for their acting, as soon as they receive, you know, some some sort of honorary degree or, you know, whatever, writing poems, songs, dancing, uh, you know, a hit play, starring in a hit play on Broadway, all of that work ends up, there ends up more work. <laughs> um, endorsements come because of that. And so that's how I'm really starting to look at public relations and publicists. And of course, in, in the course that I took, they talked about building relationships with people, the right type of people that can end up being resources and building relationships with people that you don't need right now, but you know that you will have a need for someone who's in their position eventually. So you start to establish business relationships and turn them into friendships within business. And they definitely clarified there's a difference between friends and business versus friends in your personal life. I never really thought of it that way, but it's true. You know, I've, I've of course, established um, friendships within business, but I've always tried to keep it completely separate. But at the same time, just like they said, you know, when you have great news, who are you going to tell? You're going to, who do you want to tell first? You want to tell a friend versus a perfect stranger. And also the resources that you need to get things done. And they specifically talked about publication and publicists and writers and how essential it is when you're trying to market anything and you're trying to bring your message to the world, you're trying to build a brand. Advertising and marketing is so important, and so is publication. And I was just looking at a sponsored ad. There's so many of them by people teaching you how to become a social media influencer. It's, it's so entertaining. It really is because, I mean, they're showing you right there, you know. It's like, it's kind of like that old concept, like, send me a dollar and I'll, I'll tell you how to become a millionaire. Then you send the dollar and they send you um, a letter saying all you have to do is place an ad telling everybody to send you a dollar. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know why, but it just reminds me of that for some reason. It's just, I don't know. But um, publicists, you know, writers for magazines, people who write columns, it's so important to befriend them, if you will, when you're trying to get anything publicized and really get it out there. And again, it depends on what side of the business you're going on. There's going to be different writers, different magazines, different newspapers, different periodicals, books, what have you, within everything. You might want to branch out or you might want to stay within where you're at, but you still need the publicity. So publicity is a big deal. And again, we're talking about people, in my opinion, people who are established. People, you know, obviously any major production needs publicity, but as far as an artist, having management, having an agent, things like that, it's very important 
once you're already established and you should already be established before you even try to do something like that because these people are professionals in their field and they're going to be ready to go you have to be ready to go you know if you have not built your career you know you don't need a manager if you have nothing to manage if you're not constantly putting out content um and trying to be involved heavily in the business you've chosen to be and you don't need an agent I mean it's 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 the same thing with um building connections you know why would you be building those connections because you have a plan you actually plan on doing this and you've been doing it that that's how I would say it and for somebody to go from their net worth at like seven eight hundred thousand to <clears throat> almost 10 million and climbing it's there's some smart people that are making those money moves so to speak as one of her songs uh her publicist obviously she just thanked her the other day on social media and was giving her her props for getting her her first cover and for getting her styling team for her and I was impressed by that because obviously you have to begin somewhere. And, you know, maybe she has a manager now that's doing all of these things, but she still has that same publicist. And that person was who the person directly responsible for her jump starting her fame. Somebody hired that person and whoever hired that person was a smart person as well. So that's how you do it. That's how you, and, and I, I would venture to say again, the 8 million, 10 million, whatever, it's not from album sales alone, but because of the album sales, that's why she's got the endorsements that she has. And it's, she's going to continue to grow every single time she gets an award, every time her album or her songs are on the billboard charts those things are going to continue to add to her worth. And then, of course, when albums come, come out and the amount of sales, she's going to have more endorsements. And endorsements is where the money is at. It's why she has the money she has in two years. It's not just from album sales. And, you know, again, I don't know how many people care about something like that. But if you're becoming a public figure and if you're already established and you have a fan base, you can seriously make some money. And I don't mean getting a discount code that anybody can get from, you know, a website and buying their clothes and then adding the discount code. And it's like, wow, you know, half the people that don't know what's going on think, oh, she's modeling for this company. No, if you are established, you can actually go I mean if you have a huge following you can actually go to these companies and get under contract with them and it can be more than one company and you can seriously make a monthly income by doing something like that uh there's so many people that are that again I look at the sponsored ads for influencers that teach you how to be a professional social media influencer and blogger and they always talk about publicity. They always talk about marketing. Always. I mean, that's something that you can expect to learn 
I guarantee you, um, or to be taught when you take one of these classes or courses that people who are successful at it already are, are teaching and that are offering, they're going to teach you about publicity and advertising. And that's why, again, I think about what I learned in school recently about establishing relationships with the people that you really are going to end up needing as a resource down the line. And it, it went over in detail how to make these connections, how, how to find writers and connect with them, and how to pitch ideas to them, um, how to come up with a press package for an artist that you're representing, how to pitch article ideas. And it just went into so much detail about studying the publications that that writer works for, finding out what their themes are, things like that. I mean, it just all made so much sense to me. It was so clear. It was really nice to see it there, organized right in front of my face, you know, typed up. And for me to be able to just focus on publication and being a publicist and public relations and, um, you know, just that side of the business, because it's something that for me is going to enhance my career. And when I'm done with modeling for myself, I'm going to be so experienced with so many uh, examples of what I can really do, which brings me to what I started thinking about this morning. I honestly don't think that that many people in pinup models and photographers realize how big the market is for being a fashion influencer, being a social media influencer. And what I mean by that is specifically for pinup. I think most people think about modern fashion models and they think about celebrities. Not realizing that there are companies and they don't have to be pinup companies. They can be lingerie companies. They can be... Um, companies that sell all types of products. I mean, pen-up models and their stylists, what do we what do we need? We need tools, styling tools, we need supplies, right? The makeup industry alone. Oh my gosh, billion billion dollar industry every year. And the United States <clears throat> has the biggest uh annual income, if you will, um every year. The most cosmetics sold around the world are sold in the United States. So just makeup alone, you know, it doesn't have to be a pinup makeup company if there are any. They don't even have to be using a pinup model and you think, well, maybe, no, you can actually go to these companies, the huge companies and brands that we all know, and then all of the, I mean, there's just millions of companies I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands. You go to them and pitch your idea or have somebody who represents you pitch the idea of you representing the company. And I think your niche, because you're not 
a modern fashion model, you have that niche of being a pinup. That would be your angle when going to them. Like, look, I have a huge following and I have lots of traffic and I'm well known within the pinup industry. We wear makeup. <laughs> I love your brand. I guarantee you that your numbers will increase, yada, 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 blah, 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 and pitch that idea to them because there's so many, there's just that for as many companies, there's 10 times that much, a hundred times, whatever, a thousand times that many models that are going after the positions. And a lot of companies don't have any more room. They don't have a budget because they're utilizing it on certain people already. But there's always brand new companies and there's companies that are starting brand new lines, um, product lines or a new product or a new service. And you could right place at the right time. You could end up being their campaign model for something new that they're going to be promoting and marketing. There's so many ways. And I think that as a pinup model, if you have a huge following, it's, it's, it's really going to be, I'll tell you, because there's so many pinup models really at all levels from amateur to the number one known in the business and the separation for me um isn't necessarily magazine covers of course it is but i guarantee you if you find a pinup model who has hundreds of thousands of followers I guarantee you she's been on the cover of Pinup Magazine. So it kind of goes hand in hand. You know, it's just like as a model, you are a public figure. But being a public figure doesn't necessarily mean you're a model because you can be a public figure within, you know, acting, dancing, singing, whatever. But I th obviously you are, even if you're not actively trying to, but you are a public figure. Especially if you have hundreds of thousands of fans. I mean, it's just, boom. You can add that to your title officially. And you can tell them that I said <laughs> to. Diana Prince said that it's okay. Um, no, but seriously. Seriously, going on radio shows, attending major events, being on the cover of Pennant Magazines, all of the things that has helped you build your fan base. Your fans just by that number, just by individually being a part of your numbers, don't have to buy a single thing from you, which is one way, a huge way, pinup models make money. But if you think bigger and you think outside the box, you can actually get under contract with companies that are going to be interested in you, number one, because you have the huge following. And if you go to them with a, a unique concept and say, you know, let's bring your company to the world of pinup. And at the same time, let's bring your followers into pinup, you know, and you can, you again, use that as your niche. Like, I need hair care products to do all the shoots that I do for magazines. I need lingerie to model in. I need outfits. It does not have to be the only few clothing companies out there that specialize in pinup. It doesn't have to be um, companies only like 
what Katie did or Secrets in Lace or Betty Page lingerie. I still think, you know, if you have 500,000 or close to a million followers, there's no reason those companies shouldn't say yes to you being a social media influencer for them, like an under contract. Um, whatever you guys agree on, it's going to vary from company to company. I'm under contract with three companies right now. None of the, none of them are the same. It's all different terms. But the fact is, is that you can make money, obviously, off of your fans buying things, but by them being a part of your numbers, just by them being there as a number. You can approach companies, and they don't have to be pen-up-based. And, again, approaching them with, with a unique idea like, hey, you know, I know that I'm not a modern model, but look at my numbers. I have a huge influence on social media. A lot of a lot of other pinup models follow me. So I guarantee you by modeling your makeup or your hair products or your dresses or your wardrobe that you're going to see an increase in your sales and your um, numbers on social media. Because anybody can go to them and say, I have hundreds of thousands of followers and this is what I can do for your company. And there's no niche behind it. So you're just basically like everyone else, even though it is very much quite an achievement to have hundreds of thousands of followers. All I'm saying is it does not have to be pen-up based companies. It can be, you know, product companies companies that provide services, things like that. I think that um, a lot of pinups are selling themselves short, but to me, that's where the big gap is when you're talking someone who has 800,000 followers versus somebody who has 8,000 or 80,000. It's a completely different thing. That's where the separation is. And when, to me, if you're at that level, you should be having representation. You should have PR. You should have a publicist. You should have someone getting you as many endorsement deals or big endorsement deals as much as possible. If it's not something that you can conceive, take a class. If it's not something that you want to learn in depth about, but you feel like you are at that level and you can trust someone, then hire a publicist. Or once again, I'm sure if you have that many followers, you have built some sort of relationships with professionals in the business. If you want to branch out and start to build contacts and resources and establish relationships with other people and you want to go for the big time, so to speak, and the big money, then you have to be, you have to be willing to do that. You have to be willing to think outside the box and see the big picture. And maybe that's going to take hiring somebody who knows about those things and somebody who can, has a proven track record. Like I've done this for myself. I've done this for other people. That's the reason why people are putting out so well, they have been so many sponsored ads 
to learn how to become a professional social media influencer and fashion blogger. And people are paying. People are paying. And the reason why is because it is such a huge career these days. It really is a career. And yes, you know, there's just so many people that are thinking, oh, only celebrities, you know, or only people within modern day fashion. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be that way, especially because, you know, when you think about the top, quote unquote, top models within pinup and the ones that I'm saying that have like close to a million followers, there isn't that many. It's not like there's so many. There just isn't. There just isn't. I'm not saying there aren't you know, more than a handful. I'm sure there are. But when you break it down in comparison to how many fashion models have hundreds of thousands or a million um, modern fashion, it's completely different. There's way less if you were to compare the two. So, and, and I just honestly don't think that a lot of the pinups that have hundreds of thousands, close to a million followers, even realize that they don't have to just stick with pinup-based companies or they don't have to sit around and wait for companies to approach them, that that can be their niche and they can go after it and they can make real money, you know, the kind of money that modern fashion models are making because they're like a part of the elite there's just not that many well-known pinup models that have a million followers on Instagram. It's just not that common compared to how many models on Instagram modern that are not celebrities at all. And they don't sing and they don't dance. You know, I have found that almost every top pinup is just like the pinup from the old days. They all do so much. They're clothing designers. They're wedding gown designers. They are highly trained, educated, certified hairstylists. They are professional makeup artists. They are YouTube vloggers and make a monthly income every month from their YouTube tutorials. They are singers. They are classically trained dancers or professional dancers. I mean, I have rarely come across a pinup model today that is huge and has a huge social media following. And that's all she does is just pinup modeling. There's always so many other things or one other, at least major thing that they're doing. And that is what helped them build their fan base, not just being a model, and also the people that they've worked with. That's so important. You work with someone major instantly overnight. You know, you're going to see an increase in your followers. And why is that important? Because companies that are hiring models to represent them want you to have huge numbers. That's why it's important. So for everyone out there that's like, who cares if that person has 80,000 or 800,000, oh, they care. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody 
who has over 500,000 followers doesn't care. I think they very much care. And although I'm positive there are models that are getting things sent to them, pen-up models, and uh, maybe getting discounts that anybody can get, they are not utilizing at all. I mean, not even tapping into this huge pool of opportunity to make money from so many companies because they don't even think that it's possible. It's like, oh, well, that's not a pen-up company. Yes, but you might be the one pen-up model that they'll choose and put you under contract and pay you and not only send you things, not only give you a discount code, they'll give you your own discount code to give to everyone. Everything you buy from them will never be full price. They will send you stuff on a regular basis and they will pay you. And I just think a lot of pen-up models are not thinking that way. They're thinking, again, like the rest of everyone, that that is, you know, the, the market is cornered by celebrities only, you know, or, or modern fashion models on Instagram. And it's just not true. So I would love to get my hands. And I think that that is a goal, a goal um, that I just came up with by doing this podcast. I was thinking of it as I was about to do my podcast and really, um, I do feel I'm qualified. I definitely do. I definitely do because I'm in pinup specifically, but at the same time, I've had training outside of the pinup industry, um, in beauty in fashion in makeup in hair and in marketing and in public relations. And the new course that I signed up for is a financial marketing class. Oh my goodness. Just this, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it's fun at all. (laughs) It's going to be fun learning, but yeah, digital, no digital financial marketing. And it's provided by Yale university, Ivy league. So I'm very excited, um, to expand, but I really, I think that that's what I want to do this year. I want, or this coming year, I want to get my hands on a pinup who is already established, who is already known, who doesn't have any representation and has managed to do so much on her own, obviously with the help of professional photographers and magazines as well, because you need those, those people to build your social media base. I would love to one person and show them what I can do, show them what I've already done and go to them with this, this whole thing mapped out and planned out in detail about what I know that I can do for them, what I know that I can teach them, what I know I can bring to the table and do for them. And honestly, this isn't even something that I'm doing, this initial person. Uh, for money. Yes, I would love to be paid and I plan to be paid, but a whole lot of money and making all this money from the, no, this is something I want to do so I can show the world (laughs) because my main, one of my main goals, purpose in my pinup life is to show the mainstream just 
how big of an industry pinup and vintage really is. And it's like every time these major stars rock, you know, a pinup look or a vintage look, there's proof right there, boom. All of a sudden that company sales go up, people wanna buy that style wig, people wanna start wearing short bangs. It never fails, it never fails. But pinup models, I do believe, can actually reach a higher level than we are at. And that would all have to start with the mainstream, getting it out there in the mainstream. Anything, videos, commercials, TV, radio, anything and everything, not just limiting yourself to the pinup industry is my point. So this would be a model, a pinup model who is a visionary, who can actually envision my vision, you know, and I want to show everyone basically what I can do with somebody who is already super talented, somebody who is already established and actually be what I learned in school, um, a PR person that is going to create a new ad campaign, create everything brand new and go after all of your goals in like a worldwide sense and on a bigger level, not just being an advertiser. And when I think about how many of these courses go on and on and on about publicists and being friends with writers and columnists and publicists, I am one of those people. But I am now going to start building relationships, working relationships with people who are writers of other magazines, fashion magazines, newspapers, because I would love to see stories out there. And what better, I mean, really, you know, numbers, I'm telling you, it's like, it's like the whole name dropping and bragging rights. It really means a lot. People don't know how you got your numbers. They don't care how you got your numbers. Well, some certain companies might, but the fact that you are a major influencer and you are successful. If I go to a newspaper or I go to a magazine, <laughs> let's laugh, but let's say something similar to Vogue, obviously not pinup or vintage at all. If I'm trying to pitch an idea of a story to bring pinup awareness to the mainstream, to give them a unique article idea and show them, show them how popular pinup and vintage modeling and photography is bourgeois, Obviously, it's going to increase my chances of the article being published and the, the magazine um, owner, the publisher, the editor, the writer to even consider the idea. It's obviously going to increase my chances if I'm bringing high quality images of a pinup model that has a million followers and really open up their eyes to how big that is within itself. And then go on to pitch the idea of how big of a business the pinup industry is. And I have to have statistics and, you know, have everything to back up what I'm going to be saying in the article uh, based upon research. And that's another thing you'll never, ever 
take any sort of course about being a professional blogger, being a social media influencer, or any course in business without them talking about research, researching people before you contact them. And I've been saying this, you know, since before I took any of these classes, any of these courses, it's a fact. You have to research. I've fallen flat on my face by not researching people before. And I've also looked at people and thought, wow, you have to be really ignorant to not research someone heavily, you know, if you're now working with them. If you're working with somebody, that's completely different than you not knowing them at all. So you're working with somebody on a regular basis and you still don't know the most important things to them in business. Hello, you know, how are you not picking up on things? How are you not doing the research? Maybe you don't want to do the research on people you never plan on working with, you know, or you do a little bit of research on someone you plan on working with once. Okay, but on a regular basis, you should definitely be in depth, doing in depth research on that person. So you really know where their head is at where they're going, what they're, what they're involved in. I mean, I would say the ignorance level is astonishing because you have conversations with these people, you see what they're posting, you know what their titles are, you know what they've succeeded at, and yet you still somehow don't know what their goals are or what's most important to them in business. That I can't use any other word but ignorance on that because it's, you know, it's not like, well... I should have done more research. It's like, it looks like you've done none at all. <laughs> you know, like, where have you been this whole time? I don't know. I would never have anybody represent me or plan on working with someone on a regular basis um, if I didn't research them. And that means looking up things. That means paying attention to what they're doing. And that means asking them questions. So I get more familiar and more knowledgeable on them because they're going to be affecting the things that I'm doing with them, obviously. So it's important to know those people. But I'm going to end my podcast and really think about that goal that I have, because just approaching um, a pen-up model who is well-known and has hundreds hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers, you know, I have to have my wording correct. I have to have my my press kit, if you will, you know, I have to have a, a press kit ready for them, you know, and all of my ideas, kind of like a three points cover letter. I have to have all of that ready. And I, I can see it happening. I, I want to, to prove to them that I can do more for them than they're doing. And then take all of those achievements that I've done with that person. And then think about the money, the big time money and working with people and being a PR representative, being a publicist full time one day. That is definitely something that I can see doing. And always I'm going to teach. That's the reason why, even though I eliminated my Penup Academy, I invented and I'm still in production for my Penup Master Course because I, I want to teach and I am living proof right here and right now, breathing and and living today, I am living proof that people will pay to learn. 
and there are there are people out there that are paying I'm one of them I've been paying for education for two years now and I'm still going to seek further education so I'm always going to teach I know that I'm always going to be able to, to be paid for the knowledge and experience and success that I've gained and every year I'm just going to keep gaining more so I'm always going to be able to teach but the classes that I'm taking and the things I'm doing I really want to utilize them specifically in my career as a model for as long as I can because I know that I'm not going to be modeling forever but to work with someone one one person who is completely established and actually wants to make more money and become even more popular and more successful I know that I can do it. I know that I can do it and I'm going to prove myself right in 2019 by doing this. I rarely go over any major goals that I have and I'm saying it now so it's definitely something I plan on doing and I'm smiling as I say it. Um, it's 4.30 in the morning, December 23rd. The Eve of Christmas Eve. I hope everybody has a great winter holiday season. I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas Eve, a wonderful Christmas. And I will see all of you online. I honestly, words cannot describe how much I appreciate the support. For so many reasons. I mean, support online. Uh, so many of my goals are achieved because of it. And I just want to say thank you so much so everyone have a great day have a great morning let's see is it is it sunday yeah it's sunday <laughs> so have a great sunday and oh my 43rd cover just dropped i have to quickly quickly say i don't know if he's listening or if he'll be listening thank you peter smith of pinup worship magazine thank you tony white photography thank you both for my 44th yeah, 44th, I, 40, I keep saying 43rd, 44th cover um, for so many reasons. And even if people forgot about it the very next day and for all the people who didn't congratulate me and for all the people who don't think it's a big deal in general and for all the people that the shock factor is, was gone after my 20th cover, it doesn't matter. None of that matters because that's not why I'm doing it and believe me, from my first cover to my last, I cannot reach my, my number one true passionate ultimate goal without publication. I can't. So magazine covers can come and go and they will always be there with my name on it. And that is putting me a step closer to my ultimate goal because when I get ready to, to really say, hey, this is what I'm going after this right now. This is what I'm actively, actively, when I go through the process, I'm going to have to prove so much. And publication is probably the number one way that I'm going to be able to prove it because I don't sing and dance. <laughs> I don't have albums and, you know, things like that. I haven't won any, in any awards or anything. So publication. So I appreciate the support of my fans and followers I really appreciate magazine owners and the business relationships that I've established with them. And of course, my professional, lovely, elite team 
of amazing photographers. I love you. I appreciate you. None of anything that I've been able to accomplish. Because even being a social media influencer and taking my own pictures, how did I get to that point? Well, it, it all stems from high quality photography and my career that helped me achieve the success that I had when I went after working with these companies. So it's just like that domino effect. And it all starts with quality. It all starts with my photographers. It all begins and ends with publication. So everyone, thank you so much. And have a great day. This is Pinup Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.